Hey everybody, my name is Amin and you're listening to the Harmful Habits Podcast, where we seek to help our listeners heal the harmful habits that may have shaped their lives. We have a special episode today that's quite unlike any of our previous episodes. On today's episode, we hung out at the Rock Hill Pride Festival and asked members of the LGBTQIA community and their allies about what this festival meant to them and what the rest of the community could learn from their experiences. This festival is a one-of-a-kind experience where a small conservative town has decided to rise up and support some of its most vulnerable community members. Also, a huge shout-out to Brittany and Aaron with the Mercantile for organizing and putting this event on for the second year in a row. And just a heads up that due to the trauma experienced by the LGBTQIA community on a daily basis, you'll hear mention of suicide attempts and other results of trauma. Another quick reminder that this was a festival, so there's lots of celebration and music and loud noises that we chose to include, even when it can make listening to the words of the interviewee a little challenging. In the upcoming months, we'll have a full episode dedicated to members of the LGBTQIA community, where we sit down and learn about the harmful habits the community engages in when it comes to supporting them. The goal of today's episode is to provide a window for all who were unable to make the celebration into what this day means to members of the LGBTQIA community and the people that love and support them, which is hopefully all of us. Without further ado, Elevation Beats! What does Rock Hill Pride Festival mean to you? I guess it just means um, coming together and celebrating who we are as individuals and as people. Just coming together, supporting and loving one another. What could our community do better to support you and other members of the LGBTQIA community? I'd say just not treating us like an anomaly, just treating us like people as our own individuals. Just just respecting and loving one another just not saying anything harmful but just mind your own business and treating everyone with kindness absolutely who do you wish was standing here with you today who is not here and why um i wish my dad would be here he's the first one i came out to about this issue and he was loving and supporting about it and so i kind of wish he was here celebrating with me as an ally yeah And uh, what is one of your favorite things about being part of the LGBTQIA community? Um, One of my favorite things, I guess, was, I don't know, ever since I came out as asexual, I feel more happy with myself. I feel more relieved to be myself, and I don't feel like I have a rock on my shoulder all the time. I feel actually happy being myself. So what does the Rock Hill Pride Festival mean to you? Okay, so I went to Winthrop these past two years, which is a very open LGBT um, school, Mm -hmm. and I just love the openness, and I feel safe having people all around who are like me and my friends. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Winthrop is, I think, is a great community where they do, it's inclusive, and I think it does make a lot of people just feel safe Mm -hmm. being able to come out. Um, If you can go back in time to a younger version of yourself, what advice would you give yourself? Um, I would say don't try to please other people. Um, Do what you want for yourself and don't pay attention to what people think of you. 
and prioritize your mental health. Mm -hmm. And what is one of your favorite things about being part of the LGBTQIA community? Um, well, I'm bi, and I love having the option to be with either men or women or anyone in between. I just, I just love having variety and options, and I feel grateful to have that option that not many people have. Yeah. And what did you most need when you started to communicate to people about who you really are? I'm sorry. Um, well, my parents are very supportive. Good. Ever since I was little, they're always like, we don't care who you date as long as they're nice to you. Mm -hmm. So when I came out to them, I was nervous, but I knew nothing bad was going to come of it. Yeah. And I just, I mean, like they had questions and they were curious, which I understand. Yeah. Yeah. But just them being supportive and not judging me and just letting me be myself was uh, made the whole process a lot easier yeah. on me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And it's so great to be able to have that, to have parents that are able to just support you and, you know, just being open to whatever decisions that you make in regards to your sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right. So uh, first question I want to ask you is uh, what does the Rock Hill Pride Festival mean to you? So the Rock Hill Pride Festival to me means supporting some of my closest friends and family and showing them that they're loved and supported no matter who they are or what they think or what they believe in or who they love. And I think that this is the first opportunity I've ever had because I grew up in a really conservative area where this wasn't something that was talked about. So for me, it's getting to learn and grow and become more informed and also get to help support the ones I love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what book would you recommend to someone um, new to being an ally? Um, I don't know about any book specifically, but I just really like talking to and reading different like blogs um, yeah. from people who are allies, but also people who are in the community themselves. Um, a lot of times they just want their voices to be heard. And, you know, when you give them that opportunity to be able to share their message, it means a lot more coming from them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the more effective ways that you respond to hateful speech from family members about your allyship? I think one of the first things I try and do is always stop it in the moment and Absolutely. don't let it continue. You know, you identify what's happening and you say, you know, like this can be really harmful and mm -hmm. it's not something that I'm upset with you about or it's not something that you've done wrong. You just couldn't know. You just yeah. may not know any better. Yeah. And so giving them a kind and more um, informational way of knowing better in the future, mm -hmm. even if they choose not to follow it, at least you're taking the steps to try and educate them in a kind and respectful way to improve it in the future. Yeah. And like respectfully challenging it, right? Exactly, right. Saying. Yeah, very important. Um, as an ally, what does Rock Hill, oh, I just asked you that, what yep. does Rock Hill Pride <laughs> Festival mean to you? Um, yeah, so it's basically just a way for everyone to come and support everyone who loves anyone and, you know, finding the ways to connect with other people in that way and learning more yourself and um, just getting to embrace being a part of a culture that loves everyone and wants everyone to be able to feel loved. Yep. Thank you so much for sharing. Of course, yeah. So the first question I have for you is, what does the Rock Hill Pride Festival mean to you? Uh, the Rock Hill Pride Festival means equality, acceptance, um, a better understanding that most people in the world might not accept the different genders and mm -hmm. L the LBG community. Uh, so I think it does a, a tremendous help 
and makes everyone feel accepted. Yeah, bringing exposure, right, bringing to exposure, this area. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and it's it exposure worldwide. And yeah, yeah, and not having to go to a big city such as uh, Charlotte to um, to have to do this, that we get to have our small community come in and celebrate. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, what kind of things might a person who is part of the LGBTQIA community experience on a daily basis in Rock Hill? Um, possibility of judgment and ridicule mm-hmm. of being, uh, you know, of a different gender, mm-hmm. you know, gay or queer, mm-hmm. uh, bisexual, transgender. Um, I just think that they, you know, people should accept the community in a whole. Yeah. Have. Well, we're all human. We're all, I think we all bleed the same blood. Yeah. Do you, are you from this area? I'm actually from, originally from New Jersey, but mm-hmm. I lived in Lancaster, but I frequent Rock Hill a lot. Yeah. Um, do you experience any type of um, bias at all in your community? Um, I haven't yet, so I guess it's been more accepted. I think it's getting better, but yeah. I, I just, I see others getting, you know, judged sometimes by the way, the way they dress. And I just say, hey, love them, love everyone, love is love. You know? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, what common terms associated with the LGBTQIA community do people most often get wrong or misunderstand? I think they misunderstand transgender. Um, when, when people say gay or queer, mm-hmm. they don't exactly know what that means. And they just, I said, they ridicule them or they judge them. And I think that's totally wrong. Yeah. And uh, what has your community done well in its support of the LGBTQIA community? Um, I want to praise Rock Hill community, even though I'm not from this community originally, uh, for being, you know, being doing all this and being, having acceptance of everyone, you know, in the community. Yeah, they're, I think they're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This community is. Yeah, we're trying hard. Yes. Um, and is there anything else that you would like to share? Um. Like I said, that um, I just hope everyone gets accepted. I hope it, there's change mm-hmm. in the future, or actually now. Yeah. So, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, thank you. All right. So, first question actually I have for you is, um, what does Rock Hill Pride Festival mean to you? I think it means getting progressive in the South because that is something that really Yay! needs to happen. Um, so we come out to support that because we have loved ones that are LGBTQ. So we're here to be allies for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you think is the next journey? Uh, what the, sorry, next part of your journey as an ally? The main thing right now that I take part in is to really teach my son how to be an ally so that he can grow up the right way. Yes, yeah. Uh, what are some of the biggest mistakes you have made um, as an ally? I know that sometimes, like, the pronouns are a little bit hard to get correct sometimes. So mm-hmm. I would say that's probably my biggest mistake, but I try really hard mm-hmm. to make sure that I get those mm-hmm. correct because my brother is non-binary. Mm-hmm. So just making sure that I pay attention to yeah. those. A lot of things, um, I know with me, I have to, I just ask a lot of questions. Yep. I'm sure you do as well, like, just trying to figure that, when I, especially when I get it wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, as an ally, what would you like to say to all the people in the community who wanted to cancel this weekend celebration? I think that if you want to cancel this celebration, then you really just don't love other people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Everybody can marry who they want to marry and mm-hmm. love who they want to love. So I think just get with the program get at this it, point. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Is there anything um, else that you would like to share? I, I can't think of anything offhand. Uh, Tatum, do you want to share anything with the podcast? 
So his, he has, um, his uncle is gay and his other uncle is non-binary mm-hmm. and bisexual. So he learned pretty early on how to make sure to accept everybody. Yeah. So yeah. I'm proud of him. He's a little feminist growing up. So. Absolutely. Good for him and good for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So actually, my first question I have for you is, uh, what does Rock Hill Pride Festival mean to you? It means our community is growing and becoming more accepting and more of the place that we hoped it would be when we moved here nine years ago. Yeah. So we are just thrilled that something like this is finally happening in our small town. Yes. Hopefully next year it'll be bigger than this. Yes. Yes. Um, What could your friends and family have done differently to support you more effectively? So I came out when I was 14 and I did it in a hospital bed after I had committed, tried to commit suicide. Mm. And my parents were asking why, because we didn't, I didn't have a broken home. Like we had a good child, you know, a good childhood and everything. And, um, they were just flabbergasted as to why I would do something like that. And Mm -hmm. when I finally told them, they of course hugged me and, you know, said, we love you no matter what, but two weeks later I was in conversion therapy because they thought that that was the only solution. This was also early nineties. And so times were different. Things were different, you know, and since then my parents have come around. We're on great terms. I have a husband, kids, they love them, treat them just like everything else. It's just, it was a very hard few years there when, you know, you're already dealing with everything that comes with being 14. Then you throw in, being gay, then you throw in, you know, all these other things. Yeah. And so it was, it was a rough go. So I think if more families could just kind of listen and maybe understand what it means to whatever the person is, that's telling their truth, you know, what does that actually mean? What does that look like for them instead of immediately rushing into how can I help and fix them and just sort of listen a little bit more and learn. Yeah, wow. And just how impactful that is, right, to Mm -hmm. your mental and emotional health. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What was the hardest part about communicating who you are to others? I mean, it was kind of that same, you know, Mm -hmm. that same time period. I mean, now I don't even bat an eye. And I've been out for so long, I don't (laughs) really think about it. And, you know, I'm out with the husband and kids, and we don't think about it. But, you know, at the time, it was just, it was more about... Uh, I'm going to tell people I'm bisexual instead of gay because that might ease them into it mm. and they won't feel as awkward. And, you know, there just there wasn't representation at the time. Absolutely. So I felt like I had to do what I could to make other people comfortable with what I was telling them instead of just owning it. And, you know, hindsight's everything, you yeah. know, and 30 years later, you know, yeah. look where we are. But, yeah, yeah, it was just. Thank goodness yeah. for that. Yeah, exactly. What advice would you give to someone struggling with learning about who they are and how it differs from societal or family expectations? I would say be patient and just know that anything that you're feeling is normal and there is a reason behind what you're feeling. You just have to discover what that reason actually is. It's it's okay to feel however you're feeling. It's okay to want to love a different person or or things like that. You just don't immediately think that there's something wrong. Don't immediately think the negative. Try Mm -hmm. to go into the situation with more, what could my life be like? Well, how could it be better than what it is now if I'm actually 
being who I am, loving who I am, existing as who I am, would my life be better? And nine times out of ten, it's probably yes, if you are your truth. So, Is there anything else you'd like to share? No, I've bared my soul quite enough. Thank you. (laughs) No, thank you for doing this. We appreciate it. So welcome. What does the uh, Pride Festival mean to you? Pride means to me a sense of unity, you know, a sense of coming together. Everybody comes out, they celebrate, they got kids, family, you know, and it's nice to be a part of this community. Yes. Just, uh, the love and the expression of love that is shared, it's pretty dope. I'm from so, New York, so. Oh, yeah, so I'm like to come down here to the South, right? Yeah. And have this, and particularly in Rock Hill. Yeah, yeah. it's really more, fr- well, down here in the South is friendlier. New York gets a little X-rated at times, so. You see some anything in New York, and I've been taking my son, he's 24, and I've been taking him since he was a baby to Pride, so it's really a sense of unity, you know? It's almost like Christmas. It's once a time everybody comes together, comes out, you know? Oh, yeah, so everybody comes together, they come out, they celebrate each other, they love. That's pretty pretty dope. And I know that you mentioned that you've been to the Pride Festival in Charlotte a few times, and this is your first time here in Rock Hill. Yeah. What do you think about our, our festival down here in Rock Hill? I like y'all festival down here. I like, you know, Charlotte's is really big, so it's a lot going on, but it's pretty like one strip. Yeah. The one in, I like the smaller ones because I feel like you get more FaceTime with everybody. You yeah. get to really see what the love and expression of love really is about. And it's not that Charlotte don't have it, but it's like, I like the smaller ones. Like I used to go to the one in Salisbury too, so it's yeah. a small one as well. I really like y'all's. Thank I really you. wanna come back. Thank you. Is there anything else that you wanna share? Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Thank you. Thank you. What civil mean to you? Or just pride? I mean, pride for me takes on home to me. This is my very first pride. Mm-hmm. And I've always, even though my family knew, I just kind of kept my, my private life is my private life. You know, yeah. what I do behind closed doors, that's me. And then since I've been married, you know, so it's now it's like I found a whole nother kind of pride. So... So now it just it just means a whole lot more that you know that we're being accepted in society in our communities and then seeing other um, LGBTQ people and getting to know them and making friends, family, and community. It just means a whole lot more that the community accepts us. Yeah. So you mentioned that you just initially your family just knew, but since you've come out to other people, like how how have you been? How that been accepted or received? I mean, I really didn't have to come out. It's just like they just knew. Mm-hmm. I really didn't have to say anything. And it was like, and at the time when I was trying, you know, when I told a couple people, there's like, we already knew. So it's like, they already knew. So yeah. it's just me. I just, you know, I've just always been a private person. So now it's like I've been married, and you know, I found the love of my life. Now it's just like there's no holes barred now. So it's just yeah. I love it, and I feel free for the first time in my life. Yeah. So great, great. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Sorry. Thank you. So what are some of the most effective ways you have found to respond to hateful speech in the workplace? In the workplace is definitely to educate people. I think education is, is how we get through this, is how we learn and help people, help people to learn from hateful speech. So what kind of education have you found useful? So using any, uh, many different techniques, just um, I love using websites. I mean, you, you get a lot of information in a short period of time. Um, so, like, True Colors or any other allied information. Um, anything along those lines. That's great. As an ally, 
What would you like to say to all the people in the community who wanted to cancel this weekend's celebration? Who wanted to cancel? Oh, please never cancel. (laughs) As an ally, what does this weekend mean to you? As an ally, it means that we can all be who we are. And it's really important for everybody, everybody, no matter who you are, to be able to be you and to be, it feels safe that you can be who you want to be. Awesome. How have you learned to become a more effective ally? Listening. Honestly, um, it's part of my job is to, to be a listener and to really understand where people are coming from. So just to listen and be open to listen. Fantastic. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. What does Rock Hill Pride Festival mean to you? Rock Hill Pride means, you know, uh, as someone who went to the one last year, seeing this place kind of actually have its own Pride celebration is kind of incredible because I kind of only thought that this, a place like this were only in, like, Charlotte or, like, in the bigger cities. But actually seeing a place like this actually celebrate it is not only both surprising and shocking to me, but it makes me grateful that, you know, I always kind of, like, generalize this place. like, oh, this is, like, the backwoods compared to something <laughs> like Charlotte. But, you know, it, it goes to show me that, you know, the, the people are okay. Yes, yes, we try. And this is a this is your first time coming here. No, to the this Rock? is my second, this time. second I went, time. I went to the one last year. Yeah, great, great. Uh, what was the best part of communicating who you are to others? Oh man, so uh, it's kind of hard for me because I'm actually someone who has social anxiety. So kind of communicating myself to other people is hard unless I specifically trust them. Mm-hmm. And even then, like in the topics of me being gay, like the first person I kind of really told was my older brother, and that was only because of, it, of a scare involving my dad, who's kind of not so positive regarding that kind of stuff. But you know, he supported me, and he's here with me, obviously Great. supporting me. Great. Uh, and then I told a lot of my friends at school and all that and my mom and then I it's kind of really like an open secret for me like it, it's easily something that people can easily tell about me from afar and like you know my father hiding it yeah yeah um, how can we build an atmosphere of inclusion regardless of our personal our uh, personal or religious views so it's kind of like a bit of a, a, a bit of a hard ended question for me especially because I'm definitely someone who believes that like you know when it comes to like inclusion of course I understand that some people a lot of people have their you know personal beliefs but when it comes to a point where it's like you know you're constantly like you know you're advocating that people constantly like uh, obey to your specific rule and like you know some people would say like oh you know you're not being like you are you need to do this or like mm-hmm. uh, especially in the context of what happened yesterday mm-hmm. you know that's kind of like a perfect example of how do you specifically do that and it's like you kind of see people advocating against their own like sort of you know destruction and all that so I think when it comes to like advocating for inclusivity regardless of whatever real personal religious views you kind of mainly need to understand that like you know not everyone's going to be like you and unfortunately one of the problems is you can't really change that one of the things about the world is that you know it's so massive there's infinite numbers of possibilities and you know unless they're specifically harming someone you know why bother trying to force you know something uh, some uh, sort of like I guess the word I'll kind of use is a bit, you know, hard, but fascistic belief. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's kind of really the best thing I would definitely say is understand that, you know, some people can't necessarily change and no matter how hard you try, there's nothing you can really do about it. So kind of really understanding that and kind of letting that live, you know, kind of the best thing you can do. Yeah. So we are evolving and everyone needs to do that, right? Yeah, definitely.
And what could your friends and family have done differently to support you more effectively? So, uh, especially in the context of my brother here, you know, definitely, he's definitely the person I definitely look up to when it comes to that kind of stuff. You know, he always told me that he always has my back. He'll always defend me in regards to pe- when it comes to people like that. And, you know, my mom always as well, you know, she definitely does support me and always tell me, hey, you know, just remember to be careful and all that. And my friends as well, you know, they always support me. So that's kind of really the, like, the biggest thing is like, you know, no matter what people kind of say or what people do, I just know I have the friends of uh, the love of my friends and my family. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Um, I guess the biggest thing I could probably say is, you know, never give up on what you believe, you know, especially with what's going on nowadays. We see people constantly going out on the streets, kind of protesting for what they believe in. I think, especially for whatever cause you believe in, don't be afraid to go out and kind of fight for it, you know. Our elected officials aren't going to do anything about it, so it just comes to us to actually do something to solve it. So what does it mean for you today to be here with our community celebrating? Um, it just means embracing my true self and kind of being happy with it in a way because um, there was a long time ago when I was in high school where I got picked at um, for being trans and got bullied bad. So what do you hope that our community learns about your community? Um, I just hope that they understand that I'm not harmful at all. We're just trying to live our lives and we're just trying to be happy. And I wish people would understand that we're not trying to intrude on other people's lives. We're not, we're, we're not trying to rub off on people. We're not trying to give children the bad ideas. We're not trying to like rub our gay off on them. We're not trying to make precious children bad, like, you know what I mean? Like, really, we're not trying to rub off on them. Like, we just want to live our lives. If they come up to the us and be like, I like this person and they're the same gender, we'll be like, cool, sure, why not? But we won't really be like, oh, you have to. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people that are against it think we're like, oh, no, you have to be with us now. Um, that is not the case. We're just accepting of those kids that know at early times um, what they like or who they are. That's awesome. So tell me about somebody in your life that supports you and what's meaningful about their support. Um, well, there's two people that are really, really supportive of me right now, and that's my mom and my dad. And that's mainly because, well, my mom was supportive from day one. My dad took a very, very long time to be supportive and to understand who I am and to be okay with it. Um, It means a lot that he's embracing me now because when I was in high school, um, he very, very much disagreed with it. He uh, tried to make me go to church to fix me. (laughs) Thank you for sharing with us today, Tyler. Of course. So, want to find out from you, what does Rock Hill Pride mean to you today? What does pride mean to me? Yes. Um, Well, I'm out here supporting my daughter. Um, She came out um, to me uh, right out of high school. Um, 
I was scared for her. Um, she was living in Charleston, South Carolina. Called me from home, called me at home and told me that um, she was gay, and I was like, okay. And she asked me to come to Virginia and get her, and I went and got her. She stayed with me for a while. She found a job, and she's doing really great. And she would be here today, but she is in Nashville at their gay pride. Awesome. That is so great. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thank you. So what does pride mean to you? Um, I really think pride just means like the freedom to be able to, you know, love who you want and be whoever you want to be. It's, you know, it's really just about being who you are, you know? Absolutely. What is the hardest part about communicating who you are to others? Can you say that again? What is the hardest part about communicating who you are to others? Just general understanding, I think, because yeah. a lot of people are so hung up in their own ways of thinking. It's kind of hard for people to branch out and think of other folks, you know, when they're so, like, limited to their own experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what could our community do better to support you and other members of the LGBTQIA community? Um, accessibility. Um, so a lot of Pride events are very inaccessible um, when it comes to, like, say, like, generally just being outside or, you know, no ramps or, like, it's yeah. in tight spaces. It's really hard for wheelchair users, you know, and other folks to really come out and experience the, the joy that is Pride, you know? Yeah. Yep. And where do you see many allies stopping the work? Where would you like them to go further and dig deeper? The allies of the community. Where do you see many allies um, stopping their work? Like, where do you, what, what do you think allies can do better um, in the future? To what, dig a what little do bit I think deeper? allies can do better? Mm -hmm. um, just listening. Listening to all the different voices in the community, you know, because we have so many different ones. Yeah. You know, just helping in general would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing with yeah. us. No, yeah, no, thank you. And have a great time out here. Uh, what advice would you give someone struggling with learning about who they are and how it differs from their uh, family or societal expectations? Um, I would say the biggest thing is finding community. Uh, I think that when I found community and I found other LGBT friends, it was like a, a big turning point for me. Yeah. And yeah. kind of really helped me find like a chosen family. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you wish was um, standing, who do you wish was standing with, here with you today? Um, probably my uncle. Uh, he died before I was born. He died of AIDS. Uh, and he was gay. And my dad says that he's a lot like me. So I really would have liked to have gone to a Pride event with him. Yeah. yeah. And how do you see more acceptance um, or less acceptance of the LGBTQIA um, in your in society, or maybe here in our community? Um, well, I would say this is, I guess, this is the second Pride that Rock Hill's done, and yeah. that's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, I was really surprised, like last year, that there was a bigger turnout, and it's a bigger turnout even this year. Yeah. So yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of work to still be done, but mm -hmm. it's nice that we can come together and celebrate for sure. Absolutely. It makes me so excited mm -hmm. to be able to have this here in Raquel. Uh, what does Raquel Pride mean to you today? Love. Just love and respect for equality and everybody's rights. Yeah. What are the um, economics of allyship and how do you recommend people use their money to support the LGBTQIA um, community? Research and find out where, where they are 
are stores such as the Mercantile that accept everybody, mm -hmm. no matter what you are, no matter what faith you are, or religion, sex, gender, whatever. Yep. And what are the most effective ways to respond to homophobic and transphobic attitudes? Uh, for me, it's basically research. I, I cannot sit, cannot stress it up, education. Educate yourselves, because if you don't educate yourself, you're not going to know anything. Personally, I had to educate myself when I had family members going into transition. Yeah. And I had to go, okay, so what's the pronouns? Yep. yep. And, and the reason why I am very pro all of this is because I lost a friend at 17 years old because she was transitioning into a woman. Her family didn't accept her. And one morning, one day I saw her waving at the, on the street. Next minute, she would die. Hmm. And so from that day forth, I figured I would fight. Yeah. Rights. Yeah, absolutely. And what effective ways have you found to respond to rumors that someone is lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender? My uh, respond to rumors. Uh, rumors are rumors, <laughs> and unless they want to, you know, come out and be free and be open to how they are, that's their choice. Mm -hmm. But rumors are rumors. Yeah, and that's yeah. my that's my my philosophy. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Oh, you're welcome. What does Pride Festival mean to you? This Pride Festival means acceptance because it's such a small community and I think there's so much stereotypes around that this shows exactly how accepting people can be. Mm -hmm. uh, who is someone who influenced your understanding of gender and sexuality? So I actually discovered my sexuality when I went off to college, lived in a small town, went to a big town. And as far as gender, my child is actually trans. So that helped a lot with yeah. understanding gender. Absolutely. Who does, um, who does your work, what does your workplace do to uh, do well to support you? So I actually work for a pretty big company. Mm -hmm. They um, include everyone. They celebrated Pride Month. We do different activities. They did employee appreciation during Pride Month. And they actually um, have a zero tolerance policy for bullying or hate. Good. So, yeah. and I know they enforce it. So, very good, very good. So it's nice to be safe when you're, yeah. or feel safe when you're at work. Um, what advice would you give to someone struggling with learning about who they are and how it differs from societal or family expectations? Always be true to yourself. It's mm -hmm. the only way you're going to be happy. And if you do not have family support, find a family who will support you. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, my first question for you is, uh, what does the Rock Hill Pride Festival mean to you? Um, it means a few different things. Um, I was born and raised in Rock Hill, and I kind of always wondered why we didn't have a pride, and the only one that was really close was Charlotte, yeah. and I was never able to go to it because it was when school was happening in August, and I think it's really awesome to finally have kind of recognition in the town um, since I know there's definitely people who aren't happy that things are so out, not out there but just visible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is the best part of communicating who you are to others? Um, part of it is authenticity. I've grown up not necessarily knowing who I was and I suppressed who I was for a long time being LGBTQ but also being neurodivergent and not being diagnosed until I was almost graduated with college and I I like to kind of educate people and also just like show that 
I'm not necessarily what people would think I am upon first look because I look like a girl, but I'm not a girl. I'm non-binary, um, and I'm queer, and I just want to share that with people and have them see people that, if they're like me, they see that they aren't alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why are Pride Festivals so important? Visibility, mm -hmm. um, acceptance, um, hopefully also education and getting ignorant people to ho open up their minds a little bit more to be more accepting and stuff like that. But also, I mean, celebrating ourselves and that we're here and that we're not going anywhere no matter how hard anyone tries. Absolutely. Absolutely. And who do you wish was standing here with you today? And um, who are not, who is not here today and why? Um, well, I mean, right now, I don't have anyone with me just because I decided to come early. But I am lucky to have very supportive parents and majority of my family. Um, so, I don't know. I... I, I get a little bit different experience than a lot of LGBT people because yeah. I know way too many friends that have parents that are not supportive yeah, yeah. and that they still don't feel okay to be out. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, other than my parents being a little late, I don't necessarily wish anyone else was with me, although I do wish my older sister was with me. She is out of the city, out of state. And she can't be here. Yeah, and it's nice. I'm so glad to hear that you yeah. have such, uh, so much support from your family. Me too. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. What does Rock Hill Pride Festival mean to you? Um, it really just means a lot to have it here. Like, just the fact that we've never really seen this in this kind of town. It's awesome how big it's come out. Mm -hmm. um, just the amount of representation is just absolutely amazing. Great, great. Um, so what common terms associated with the LGBTQIA community do people, people most often get wrong or misunderstand? I really think that what people do the most that bothers me is try and be too technical. We're just people. You don't have to say homosexual. Call me gay. I'm gay. <laughs> like, you have to get all technical and educated about it. I'm gay. I'm not homosexual. It's just, I don't know, overcomplicating things. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is one of your favorite things about being part of the LGBTQIA community? Uh, just having a sense of community. Um, I feel like before I was part of the community, I was gay. And when I found the community, I found that I wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. And that's the most amazing part for me. Yeah. And what advice would you give to someone struggling with learning about who they are and how it differs from societal or family expectations? That's a really hard one. Yeah. Um, get online and find people, even if they're miles and miles away, find people online and make sure you have that support so that you're ready to face what your local and family community might throw at you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Thanks. So what does a Rock Hill Pride Festival mean to you? Uh, it means change. It means new beginnings. It means that people are going to be able to be more freely themselves today more than they've been in the past. Yeah. Yep. So nice to have this in Rock Hill. And what would you like people who are against today's festival to know? I would like them to know that they need to be careful of their perspective. And if they've never spoken to someone that has struggled with being, trying to just be themselves and trying to be loud and proud, 
that they should probably take a moment to ask them about their experience. I think that if people were to just try and care and love one another despite differences, then maybe they'll open up their hearts a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you for listening. We hope the bravery, uniqueness, and energy of each of the LGBTQIA community members and their allies was loud and clear. We also hope that this episode inspires you to take a look at what you could do to be more welcoming to members of this community. As always, we encourage you to heal the harmful habits that may be impacting your life and the lives of those you share a community with. If you're a member of the LGBTQIA community and would like to join our upcoming roundtable, please drop us a line. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at 3TreesChange and check out our YouTube and blog page to better understand topics that come up on the podcast, all of which is available at www.3treescenterforchange.com. Thanks again to the Mercantile and all the volunteers who made this year's Pride Festival so special and a symbol of what the rest of us can do to heal the harmful habits of the communities we live in. We hope you all have a great week. We'll see you next time.